Hello, hello, hello everyone. It's me, Jessica. I am doing this solo, this episode. This is one of the two bonus episodes that we're releasing where I speak with my exes. In this episode, I am speaking with my good friend and former paramour, I guess, Sean McGuire. We had a really nice chat over the weekend and it was really awesome to go back and reflect and reminisce about our relationship and just about kind of our friendship. So I hope you all enjoy and um, maybe learn something from it. And uh, I do want to say too that the recording app that we were using ended up cutting us off at one point. So we're missing about 20 minutes. And when that happens, I will jump back in to kind of give you guys at least a crumb of context. But hopefully it won't be too bad. So without further ado, here is a chat with Sean McGuire. I still, like, even when I'm the person calling, I have to, like, say hello at least six times, as you probably heard um, a second ago. Yeah. I was like, hello? Hello? Even when I immediately get an answer, I'm like, hello? Can you hear me? Hello? 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 <laughs> Hello? Good one, Sean. That's really mean. Uh, so how long are you in Maine? I think I already asked you how you were doing. We're leaving Maine tomorrow. Here four-ish weeks. Yeah, neither neither Megan nor I had a job, and we were like, I don't know why we're just sitting around our apartments in Chicago when we could be in Maine. For context, Megan is Sean's sister, who also lives in Chicago. Yeah. So we made, made a convoluted plan to, to, like, get here, get uh, COVID tests. We hung out on the porch for a week before we were allowed in the house. Parents have a little A-frame camper that <laughs> we were staying in, then, then the whole thing. If you guys did not write, like, an entire sitcom about how you had to live on the porch for a week... After returning home, I'm going to be very upset because that just, that's gold I mean, right there. When, when we moved to Maine from Alaska, we drove cross country in a camper, all five of us. I mean, <laughs> we've had weirder camper related family stories than this one. <laughs> but how did I not know that you lived in Alaska? I feel like, I, I just always thought you lived I in not, Maine. I just assume everybody knows. We moved to Alaska when I was, like, eight. So I don't remember no, a, ton, a ton of it. Oh, so it's, like, erased from your memory. That's why you don't bring it up. Yeah. Not because you didn't want to share that I, part of your life with me. <laughs> I just forget to bring it up. Because it's like living in Chicago, Maine is an exotic enough location. But you're like, I'm from Maine. <laughs> it's like, what? Maine? They're like, well, maybe we should drop the Alaska thing on them right away. Maine is so much my identity now that it's just like the Alaska thing is just like that's just a weird thing that happened to me six years of my formative years. So like that's crazy for me because I always just associate you with Maine. So then now he, like I'm sorry, my world's a little bit turned upside down right now. <laughs> I'm gonna need time to process this. Totally <laughs> my fault. I feel. I mean, just like I'm not calling it a lie, but I am calling it a lie by omission. I think, that's, I think that's fair. 
That's probably it's a big enough it's a big enough thing. Yeah. Um. So I'm actually gonna have to stop this interview because I'm gonna need time to reflect. Uh, yeah. I actually and, I have a really different like... answer for question number seven now. Oh yeah, because that Alaska thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, I don't like to, you know, do things retroactively, but I mean, this really, this is really gonna change some of my like thoughts. Yeah. On everything. We're gonna have oh. to retcon most of our uh, most of our relationship here. Turns out we were never even friends. <laughs> it's like, did you even turn twenty five when we were together? It, I uh, mean, probably not. Were you on Alaska time? 20. Yeah, they they count they count time differently in Alaska, so that's thrown that's off by how I count my my age. It's like twenty fourteen up there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So first, why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself, you know, your name, your age, uh, pronouns, anything you're currently doing in life, uh, anything you like want people to know about you. My name is Sean McGuire. I am 29. My pronouns are they, them. I am a informal educator, improviser, illustrator, whatever else I feel like doing on any given day in Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. I formulated a whole identity around being uh, <laughs> from Maine originally, but that's a little bit of a lie. Uh, I have an uh, uh, older brother and a younger sister. Um, I'm a middle child. I think that I think that's important to know about <laughs> me as a person is that I am uh, the quintessential middle child. And not to take away from your description, but I have realized that I date a lot of middle children. So I don't know oh. if that's a type of mine. <laughs> Two siblings. <laughs> like it says more about you than it does about me, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, because really this interview is about me. Yeah. And about my life and my choices. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I would say from my point of view, I think you're... A very funny person. Yeah, but I can't say that. Yeah, so because other people's perceptions yeah. are how we describe ourselves. So yes, uh, I will say Sean is a very funny person. You're you're very soft spoken at first, but also like then when you say something, it's very unexpected and it's <laughs> hilarious every single time. I guess that kind of gets to my next question, which I would say, how would you describe yourself? Incredibly introverted slash uh, socially anxious, you know, quiet, but it's really more quietness, just disguising, thinking up the most insightful, funniest thing to say, and then just be quiet for uh, another another 10 minutes while I think up the next most funniest thing to say. Um, I've uh, often been told that I don't say much, but when I do say something, uh, it's worth listening to, which, you know, I don't, I don't know about that, but it being worth listening to part, because I say, I, I do it. say a lot of pretty, pretty dumb stuff. <laughs> it happens to all of us, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> and also, you're a very talented artist, too. I'm creative. People might you are say I'm creative. <laughs> I do, do art on stage and on paper. Well, not real paper anymore since I I do digital art mostly now. But like you, you're very talented. You uh, you paint wonderful scenes, um, both on the stage and on a 
digital platform. So it's poetry. Uh, you're also a very genuine person, which I know you probably yeah. wouldn't. I, I know you wouldn't say that about yourself because then you wouldn't sound genuine. I, um, <laughs> I try to be kind and caring and genuine and honest as much as I can. Uh, I don't. I don't know how often that comes through because there's also the quiet thing where sometimes yeah. it's like, yeah, you don't, you don't get the part where I'm caring and kind and honest if uh, you don't talk to me, right? Yeah. That's to be and, you. I, and I think uh, you and I kind of have a very similar way of speaking where sometimes when we say something, it comes off very sarcastic when it's meant to be genuine. Yeah. At least I know I have that problem <laughs> I, where... Yeah, I've spent a, a lot of a lot of time in my life. I've spent uh, masking the my genuine impulses with sarcasm, and it's still something I'm trying to unlearn. So I guess we'll jump right into the next question: Is how did we meet? Uh, January 2016. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We were in uh, level one. Uh, of the I.O. Improv Program, May She Rest in Peace, and we met that first day. I feel like, (laughs) I I don't know if this is me editorializing, but I feel like we were probably, knowing you and knowing me, we were probably, like, if not the first two people in the room for the class, probably first four or five. I... I'm pretty sure I got there very early, and I think you got in there pretty quickly after I did. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't remember the actual entrance, but I do remember coming in, and I remember seeing Irvin for the first time. So I remember seeing I him coming in. <laughs> hey, guys. I just want to jump in real quick right here. The next section of this conversation, we're going to be kind of name-dropping different people that we know in our improv class. So if you are listening and you hear your name being dropped, please don't sue us. We don't have any money for you, and I promise we are not saying anything bad about you. But thank you. It was very cold because it was a January day in Chicago, and I... I think I remember you were wearing red Converse, and, like, I don't know why that sticks out to me so much, but you were wearing red Converse. Oh, it was a a thing I was doing. Yeah, and I think... It was uh, branding myself the red Converse guy. So I was going to ask what was your first impression of me, um, and then I was going to tell you my first impression of you, unless you want to flip it, and I'll tell you my first impression first. Uh, I can go first. Yeah, go for it. I'm in the hot seat. I mean, <laughs> like, my my overwhelming sense uh, on first meeting you was that you were just so enthusiastic, like, so, <laughs> so very happy to be there. Like, taking that first class, if you were feeling trepidatious about it, you hit it well. Thank you. That you were just like exciting, excited to meet everyone and start doing improv together. Uh, just like you felt, from my perspective, it felt like you were just genuinely excited to be in in this class with everybody. I don't feel like you've uh, disappointed in terms of your your like enthusiasm and sort of whimsicalness about things uh, as I've gotten to know you. <laughs> yeah, so I wrote down um, a couple of things that I was thinking about you. 
And I remember it was like our first class we were doing hot spot, the singing one. Yeah. Which, you know, as enthusiastic as I am about everything, I hate singing in front of people. Somebody um, shouted taco. And I remember we all were like standing there going like, what do we say? What do we do? And you jump in and you're like, let's give them something to talk about. And I was like, whoa, where's it? You know, me and my little excited bubble was like, where did that come from? There's some really A to C thinking there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's give them something to talk about. Perfect. Yeah. And I just remember going, whoa, shit, that's totally creative. What the fuck? That person must do art obviously but yeah and I just like remember I was like whoa that was like super creative and then I feel like we ended up all walking together it was like you me Irvin and then I do think that you were like super personable especially since you know you were talking to me about converse which is the most relatable topic for every improviser yeah but yeah and then I was like whoa that was really cool yeah also I just desperately needed friends Yeah, because uh, how long had you been in Chicago at that point? I had been in Chicago at that point just under a year, maybe <laughs> 10 months or so, maybe eight eight months. Like, I mean, still relatively new to the city. I mean, under a year is yeah. pretty new. I liked our class ahead. a lot. That, that 101, I liked our class a lot, mm-hmm. um, and, and I liked Todd a lot. I did too, and it it was very funny for me because I had moved to Chicago from Richmond, Virginia, and the first thing Todd said was, he's like, I'm an improviser from Richmond, Virginia, and I'm like, what? Dreams do come true here. I had already met Rory at that point, and so like Rory knew that I was from um, Richmond, and so then I remember I like looked at him, and I'm like, oh, so that might be where you got that excitement from. Yeah, you were excited you know. about being from Richmond also. Yeah, and I think I made it a point when we were, like, introducing ourselves, um, where I was like, <laughs> I'm from Richmond, and I, like, just gave this, like, long stare at Todd. Yeah, and then, you know, you said you were from Maine, and I'm like, wow, exotic. I guess, how did we become close? Because, I mean, it took us, we did not start immediately dating, like, right off the bat. No. Because you know, how'd that happen? Well, uh, I think now's probably the point to, to note that uh, both before, uh, during, and after we dated, all of the classes that we took at I.O., we took the same <laughs> session. Uh, By this is your ass coincidence. We, we didn't plan it. Not no. Once did we did we uh, go? Hey Jessica, which which one are you going to? Uh, we just just yeah. I think I, here's so my theory. My theory is mm-hmm. it's because we were both in uh, we were both working in uh, not childcare jobs, but child. Uh, I was working at the Children's Museum. You were mm-hmm. nannying. Yeah. And something about. Something about the the schedule that working with kids offers is that it, it shunts you towards specific times of the week or day that you are yeah. available that most improvisers are not. So we ended mm-hmm. up on, like, you know, the Wednesday at noon class in level two. So we had all these classes together. I don't credit that uh, so much as neon dogs with uh, how we became close. 
Yeah. Um, neon dogs being so at the end of level one of io uh todd was, was we did it was some sort of uh sketch writing um activity uh which is like notable because it was not a sketch writing uh class so probably mm-hmm. most of those sketches were uh, pretty much garbage <laughs> i think i was pretty good at improv at that point i don't think i was good at sketch writing at that point which is going to become important for this story, which is that, uh, so Todd essentially challenged our class to create a sketch show. Not in so many words, and probably we shouldn't have taken it quite so literally, but (laughs) we were like, our whole, pretty much our whole class at that point was like, let's do this to show, prove him wrong. Um, Yeah. Uh, hindsight 2020, was it a good idea? So to finish Sean's thought there, they went, uh, probably not. So here is the point where the recording that we had ended up getting cut off. So I want to give a little bit of context to the conversation we had leading up to that. And basically I asked Sean, you know, how did we become close? And they were talking about how... We did this sketch show called The Neon Dogs together with our level one improv mates. And, you know, we were continually at all of the writing meetings. And as I've mentioned on the show before, people in comedy are just always DTF down to fool around with comedy. And we essentially became close by always being at all the meetings together and then it was the level one party at the end of our class which was like late February that the two of us ended up drinking too much and we ended up like hanging out at the party and decided that we were going to hang out outside of class and so we ended up hanging out one day walking around downtown and uh, making faces at the Trump building, as young uh, liberal Chicagoans do. And we ended up getting like a drink at this bar, and then we ended up meeting one of our other friends to do karaoke, where Sean sang Wagon Wheel to a crowd of uh, bachelorettes doing their bachelorette parties. And I don't know what I sang, but it was a lot of fun. And then we decided to hang out again and again. And at that time, Sean was working at a museum in Chicago. So they could get into all of the Chicago museums for free. And I was down to clown with that for sure, because I am one cultured bitch. And we went to a couple of museums together. You can actually check out some of our experiences on both of our Instagrams, but we took pictures at the Modern Art Museum, and we were just hanging out more and more, and that's when we realized we kind of had caught feelings for one another, and I was telling them that I realized it when I was out on a date with someone else, and I realized, wow, I would rather be hanging out with Sean right now. And it was this horrible realization of, oh, no, I like them. 
And with Sean, it was kind of the same thing. And I kind of wish I had written it down because I'm a sucker for those kind of things. But basically, everyone around us had realized that the two of us had crushes on one another. But we were the only two to not realize it. And so we kept playing this game back and forth of does the other person like me? So now what you are about to hear is when we talk about how we first got together. So I hope this helped just a little bit with the context of everything. And yeah, um, if you have any questions, feel free to message me or Sean. <laughs> okay, don't message Sean. Just message me at Classic Calvinesso. All right, bye. <laughs> Sorry, jumping in one more time. I want to apologize for how many times I said and in that last uh, clip. If you are playing a drinking game at home to how many times I have said and, I am sorry that you are now throwing up on the toilet. Anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> I might need to talk to you again at some point. <laughs> All right. I'm so That's sorry just another about ploy to get me on the phone again. I, you know what? That's it. Like when you leave something at somebody's well, house, and you're like, oh, I guess I gotta come back yeah. over. So April 3rd sounds about right. I didn't think it was that early in the month, but maybe it was. Yeah, so let's look at 20. So I don't know if y'all want to laugh, but I realized when I was listening to the recording again, because I am the kid who does everything last minute, that actually we did have that entire conversation about how we became close. So you got a recap from me earlier and then you get to hear our even funnier perspectives on everything. Okay. Cool. Don't be mad at me. I love you. <laughs> Bye. Is like there is there's very much that period before where we weren't dating, quote unquote. But we went on a bunch of dates. <laughs> yeah. Like we, we went did. to the we went to the MCA together, just the two of us, and we we did a bunch of stuff together, just the two of us. Yeah, we just like didn't admit our before, feelings. Yeah. Yeah, before we were we were actually actually dating. Yeah, so I think if I'm looking at it correctly, it must have been fairly quickly though that like this kind of happened because I do remember like at the party deciding that like you know, we were going to hang out. Um, so I have a picture from the party, yeah. which was February 27th, my record. Um, and then March 5th. Oh, I have, like, the same picture, but we're making dumber faces. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Or I am, at least. And then, then I have this weird-ass picture, which, like, somebody look at that and say, oh, yeah, they're not dating. We're <laughs> both drinking out of the same damn glass. Yeah. yeah, what is, what is going on there? <laughs> I think that was the karaoke night. That was I will have these pictures up for context on our social media. But at the museum, though, um, or at least the picture that That's I have. Like, Mid-March, uh, mid March 19th, I think. Yeah. Are the pictures I have from the... The yeah, yeah, March. the museum. Yeah, there it is. So maybe we did the karaoke thing first. I thought it was that same day, but I guess it wasn't. Yeah, because I have you on the lip couch 
on March 19th. Yeah. And then I have <laughs> I have this uh, little gem of a picture where I took it when you weren't looking. Um, so <laughs> you look very upset by whatever you're looking at. Um, but yeah, and so then there were like yeah. a ton of rehearsals that we did. And then I think just like right before we started dating, so I have on March 29th, um, I have a Snapchat that I took of you at the Children's Museum. Um, because once oh, again, yeah, you came, more, you, you, yeah. <laughs> you brought, you brought by your, your, uh, my young charge. There's the, yeah. There's the, the dumb picture of us. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where are they? I just um, wanted to see you. Okay. Got the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, I think we both were like, here, let's pretend to be surprised by the camera. Yeah. Um, if only these were live photos, then maybe I could hear a little bit of conversation that was going on around it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, let's see. So, yeah, so just looking at these, um, then, yeah, so I have April 3rd was the date. Everyone came over to my tiny-ass apartment in mm -hmm. Bridgeport. Yeah, on April 3rd, 2016. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember, I was, like, really hoping that you would stay. Um... Because I offered to let everyone, like, hang out with me afterward because I wanted friends. Um, yeah. And Shelby, unbeknownst to me, was gone for the night. I thought she was just gone for a little bit. So then when she didn't answer her phone, because it turned out she was staying at her uh, now husband. Uh, and it was, I thought that I didn't know where she was. Uh, and so, like, I was like, oh, no, is she going to walk in at any moment? Um, is she dead? I was more concerned about her walking in, but <laughs> I was genuinely worried that she could have been dead. Um, but yeah, so we were sitting there. Do you remember what we were talking about? I, I don't remember what we were talking about. No. Yeah, I don't either. So I ha I don't remember. I don't really remember the the exact specifics, but it was like we're we're sitting, you know, entirely too close on uh, the couch. It was it was a large like, couch. We had plenty of room. <laughs> yeah, much much closer than probably, you know, your average pair of friends sit on the couch. I turned over to you and it was like, "Oh, I guess this is the moment. And then we uh, we kissed a little, and then we were like, okay, let's talk about what just happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how it relates to the sketch show that we're mutually producing <laughs> with our, our comedy group, and how it relates to <laughs> Which I think is a very comedian uh, response. Well, how yes. is this going to factor into our sketch show? <laughs> Which is like... I feel like wild because 
if you're in comedy long enough, you know that all of the comedians are fucking around with all of the other comedians all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we honestly shouldn't be surprised when this happens. Yeah, uh, funny people fuck a lot. But yeah, well, I remember, like, I was sitting there. I don't remember what we were talking about. But, like, I was just playing on my phone. And then it was almost like <laughs> like this spirit of your ancestors or something like came into you and they were like do it now <laughs> and you were like well like I'm pretty sure you went well and then you like turned over and kissed me <laughs> that sounds both plausible and probably true <laughs> it, I mean it was very cute and but it was just so funny like now thinking back on it <laughs> because I was like wait what? And then I remember, like, the first words out of my mouth were like, oh, you like me too? Because um, I'm definitely a person that needs those, like, words of affirmation. And so, like, but yeah. probably the day I get married, I'm going to be texting the person I married, like, going, like, hey, you, you still like me, right? Like, we're good? <laughs> we're still on, right? <laughs> yeah. We're still like, on for today, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're you're still into it. I mean, if you're not, it's cool, but, like, you know. Like, let me know, okay? We spent all this money on the wedding, but, you know, you know it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I, I remember that, and I was like, whoa. And then <laughs> I remember I did this thing that's very similar to, like, what Leslie did on Parks and Rec when she and Ben kissed for the first time. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Where, like, she made, like, an eye movie. And then at the end, she's like, Anne, Ben and I kissed. Or, like, because they made out or something. <laughs> so I sent something very similar to Shelby. I was like, Shy and I made out. Um, so it was very, uh, <laughs> For context, Shelby is my best friend. We have been best friends since ninth grade, and we moved to Chicago together. And at the time, we were living together. But I mean, because like, if I'm being like perfectly, perfectly candid with you, I totally thought you were out of my league. Like, and I had no idea that you oh. also had feelings for me. So, like, that when you I kissed me, I was like, feelings. what? I feel like, and at that point, it must have been like I don't, I don't know necessarily because I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I, I do remember now that you mentioned it just like the specific circumstances under which it was just like we probably had been sitting at least half an hour on the couch like shoulder to shoulder hip to hip and it's it's very telling that we neither of us remember what we were talking about because it feels like probably whatever it was was immaterial to we were just working up to either this conversation or one of us wheeling around and sweeping the other off their feet <laughs> yeah because I definitely don't think it was anything along the lines of like, so I have this friend who I have feelings for, and I was I was hoping that maybe they would have feelings for me too. No, <laughs> it, I, was, it was surely something something dumb, and uh, uh, it was a nothing conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I just remember I was like scrolling through my phone, and I'm pretty maybe I said something about like rehearsal, where I was like rehearsal's really good. And, but I do remember, like, when you kissed me, I was also thinking, like, was it what I said? Like, got them in the mood? No, it was almost, <laughs> almost certainly some sort of, like, long-running monologue happening inside my head that was, like, <laughs> actively maintaining whatever conversation we were having while also being, like, I mean, 
look at the look at the way we're sitting. This isn't how just friends sit. This is clearly uh, someone's someone's got to do something about this. Uh, uh, I'm gonna do it. Well, probably probably when I said whelp, it was supposed to be in my head, but I said it out out loud, that kind of thing. Yeah, but I, it definitely makes a makes a good a good part of this yeah. <laughs> incredibly silly story. Well, like, because I don't know, I feel like I had just like stopped saying something, and then you just were like, "Welp," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this that is, was it." I guess the silence where it happened. Let's go. <laughs> Let it be known sorry, that for all, all as much as I care about the people I am friends with and the people I like. Uh, I have little to no social graces. Yeah, so I remember we talked about it. And we're like, we can't tell Rory. Because Rory was mad at specific, us. Specifically Rory. Even is though... The, is the funniest part to me where we were like, Rory can never know. When I think okay. I think he knew before we either of us did that it was yeah. a, a, something that was very likely to happen. Well, I think I remember I told him that we had dated shortly after we broke up and he was like oh yeah I knew that and I'm like what What, did like did somebody tell you and he he was like no you two went from being so sexually tense to suddenly you knew that you were together (laughs) he's like all of it was (laughs) gone like because all of your weird sexual tension was gone so I knew you guys had done it (laughs) I'm like uh what I don't we weren't we weren't obvious. No. <laughs> the very, very unsettlingly frank in a way, Rory. You kind of have to appreciate him for it, though. <laughs> you really do. Uh, where, where he says something, you're like, what? What? No. Me? No. And then <laughs> no, you think about no. it and you're like, you know, you know what? That's actually really a yeah. fair assessment of the whole situation. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, my God, somebody hit the nail on the head. So we started dating, and let's see. Um, so what would you say, like, were some of our your favorite moments? Like, when we were together, like, any particular ones, like, stick out for you or anything like that? I feel like I should preface this with I was thinking of, of things that we did together, and uh, it's, again, worth noting that, like, we were still very close right after we broke up, like still working yes. on shows together, <laughs> still friends. Yeah, and we were we were friends before we uh, really close before we uh, started dating. And I, I mean, I probably have a, a like dated photo of this, but we went to the um, Bridgeport Art Center. Yeah, the yeah the Bridgeport Art Center. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, the Bri- Bridgeport. Thing. Bridgeport Art Center, just around the corner from where you were living at the time in Bridgeport. And it was, it was, I felt like there was like that fire outside by the river. Uh, the river yeah. that smelled like garbage. But it was just, we're sitting by the fire. We had just like walked through the galleries, goofing on art, looking at, at good art. Oh, and free wine, which was probably, yeah. to be honest, most of the impetus of going was the free wine. <laughs> you know, there was all this... Very good, very cool art. And one of the things I I find in my drawers every once in a while, and I'm like, oh, that was a really cool thing that we did. 
is it was an art piece that was just a big chest full of clay with like stamps stamped into it and then fired just that and yeah. I each picked out a piece and I, I still have that and I, I I'm like this is a cool idea and like it it felt like very much sort of very quintessential of of our relationship was going to do this weird art thing um like going to these museums and uh, goofing around and, and <laughs> laughing. I have a, uh, I was looking through and I have a picture of, there was a, just a, a portrait one. I think it was mostly student pieces, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and there was I just think... a piece that, that someone had done of uh, someone in their life that looked exactly like me. Yes, yeah. And I have I, a picture I of me standing standing next to that picture and it looks it's a it's a dead ringer for me yes oh my gosh yeah i remember that because i think i i mean as we know i now save everything on my phone that is uh sean mcguire i remember that and uh i actually have this very cute picture i don't know if you have it but i'll send it to you i remember thinking that is such a cute picture it's it's so one. cute it is isn't it cute? yeah cute. yeah that was that was a lot of fun so like one of my favorite dates with you was probably like Actually, one of the worst days of my life, but the earlier part of the day was nice. We went to go see the Terracotta Warriors, but... Yeah. Because, like, you're... I, you're yeah. My friend had set aside tickets for us who worked <laughs> at, the, at the Field Museum. And we were supposed to go see them. We were very excited about it. And we get to the museum, and they lost the tickets, right? <laughs> or, yeah. Or yeah, they never... They, they didn't have them... Aside. They didn't have the desk or at the desk, and they had been for the wrong day or something like that. So I was, like, frantically texting my friend, like, they don't have the tickets. And he was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I remember we went there, and I think I met you there um, since we lived on, like, opposite sides of town. And I I was like, we're wearing the same shirt. This is the same outfit. But, of course, you had your red Converse because that's who you are. Yes, naturally. So instead, what we did is we just took pictures with the replicas outside. Yeah, the, <laughs> the photo op ones outside that you can take pictures with. And just uh, did a tour of the Field Museum, which I don't, I don't think we had already done together, but I know like I at least had done it a couple of times before. Yeah, uh, I had, I had been there a couple of times, and I, you had been there separate, but. I think it was the, probably because we had both been there independently, we were both like, yeah, Yeah, unless there's a particularly big draw, like the Terracotta Warriors, we don't have to go to the Field Museum. If you've been once, you've seen it all. It's a large museum, but it's also not a large museum, if that makes sense. The Field Museum, museum. pound for pound, has has more special exhibitions that uh, museum partnerships don't get you into. So they they have a lot of really cool special exhibitions, but they cost quite a bit more than just admission to the museum. Exactly. And, like, since you were in the museum network, we got in for free anyway. It was the Terracon yeah. Warriors that we wanted to see. And, um, and, and we were there anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're like, might as well make a day of it, I guess. And then I think we just told everyone that we saw them, but we didn't. So that's, that was a lie that I thought we were going to take to our grave. Kind of was yeah. out money there. The, the new point. Yeah. You know, hindsight and all that. But yeah, and so then that actually was the day that I found out that um, 
my niece Sawyer ended yeah. up, yeah, having a brain tumor because you and I were not supposed to hang out that night. Me being the popular person that I was, I had other plans. But no, <laughs> so we were hanging out during the day, gonna terracotta it up, and then I was hanging out with Rachel that night because she and I kept trying to like make a plan to hang out because we knew we wanted to. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but like our schedules didn't line up so finally we had this one night I'm pretty sure I like maybe had canceled plans with you <laughs> for the night so that I could hang out with Rachel I think that does sound right <laughs> that sounds familiar thank yeah. you <laughs> I also knew that you had been trying to, to hang out with Rachel for a long time that night like you know I was hanging out with Rachel we had just gotten to um antique taco and we were in line. The line was, like, way out the door, which now oh, thinking into yeah. It, yeah. Of, like, uh... I, re- I remember this night. Yeah. Uh, now. We were supposed to go to Antique Taco, and then we were going to go see The Jungle Book, which I must have really wanted to hang out with her because I hate movies where animals talk. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was willing to whore myself out a little bit, I guess. Um... <laughs> and I guess <laughs> you just let me. So, really, we could say that Rachel was an important part yes. of my life, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we were standing in line. We had just gotten up there, and my brother was like, give me a call. And so I gave her my debit card, and I told her what I wanted, and I just told her to, like, order for me. Um and so I went outside, and I'm like, ah, he probably got somebody pregnant. And I go out to the corner. Um, I talk to my brother. You know, I find out that she has a tumor and stuff. And so then, like, we kind of canceled plans. And I remember I felt so weird about telling you this. Because even though, like, you and I were very, very close. And, like, you know, we yeah. were dating. I don't think we ever really necessarily put a label on it. Um but, like, I mean, you you were my partner at the time. And I remember yeah. I was, like, afraid to tell you because I was, like, I don't want Sean to think I'm too much drama or something like that. That's not what that yeah. means. <laughs> yeah. Classic Jessica, her youth has a tumor in her brain. Convenient, right? Um, but, yeah, and so then we decided to not go see the jungle book and instead rachel was like hey do you want to come to my friend's improv set because what really cheers you up more than seeing somebody's improv set (laughs) and uh yeah what a (laughs) weird and bizarre improv set that was that yeah i mean it was probably (laughs) it was probably a perfectly normal improv set but it was just like it had this whole coloring to it in my memory where yeah. it was just like uh, uh. Yeah, yeah I, I was there for the the improv show yeah because I, I, I remember... definitely remember I remember I had tried to meet you all at Antique Taco and I showed up uh-huh. and I was like where are you where are you <laughs> yeah, I'm and coming so we went to, to be supportive <laughs> Dang it, I'm just trying to help. Um, Yeah, because we ended up going and getting, like, ice cream or something like that. And I remember texting you while I was, like, eating ice cream. And I'm like, 
so I, I can't remember what I said, but it was something along the lines of like, so I don't think I'm going to be able to do X, Y, or Z or something like that. And you're like, what? Why not? And I'm like, and like, I tried to be so casual about it and I shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, you know, my niece. Um, <laughs> and yeah. And so then I remember you were super supportive and you definitely were there when I needed you. And like, I can't, like, I can't express how good it was that, like, you and I were together at that time because you were one of, like, a, like you're one of the best people to have in a situation like that. Um, so I, I do really thank you for that because that, like, I mean, that that day sucked. Let's be real. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, earlier in the day, it was that great. Was... You know, we, we saw Terracotta Warriors, wink, wink. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and so yeah, that was that was a really rough evening. Just yeah. like sitting through through an improv set and just being like, "This is just real." I mean, if this is if this is what Jessica wants to do, I support that. I like. I honestly had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, really, part of me just like wanted to go home and like cry but i didn't want to be alone um yeah i mean it's like like that that defense mechanism of like i don't know what to do with all of this feeling that i'm feeling so i'm just going to keep doing normal things yeah exactly and i think it was i think for me what was going through my mind is i'm like if I am not around people right now, I'm going to have a total breakdown. And, like, that's not something that I should be doing. Like, I, I just, like, couldn't think clearly about what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think I definitely felt a lot of that where I was like, I would definitely like to be there when all of the actual feelings start setting in here. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I knew that you were the person that I wanted there, like for when that happened, because I like at yeah. least knew that you would either be able to say something like super supportive, or you would just sit and like listen and let me cry, which I think both happened. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean definitely, like, yeah, I, definitely the second one happened for a chunk of that night. How dare you? I was crying. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I uh, yeah, I definitely remember that, and I like I'm pretty sure I got snot all over you. You really were like a trooper there. Um, <laughs> I was like, hold me as like just like snot and like tears were coming down my face. And I'm like, hold me and tell me I'm pretty. Um, <laughs> so I think those yeah, um, words. yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. Um, I, I need comfort. Come here. Um, yeah, and then I do, um, like, telling Rachel that I was like, by the way, Sean and I are dating, and now I need to text Sean. <laughs> and she was like, oh. And I feel like she kind of was like, I knew that. Um, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so like that was that was probably like one of my favorite and least favorite days when we were together. Um, but like yeah. I mean, you were you were a really great support system to have, and like I I, I 
sincerely can't thank you enough. And I don't even know if I ever did thank you. So this is me thanking you now. Um, yeah, this is, you know, this for is all what my, the whole podcast <laughs> For all my listeners for. out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, it really, it's just me going on no, a journey to prove that I was the best girlfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> nobody has been worthy of me yet. Um, but no, uh, yeah. And so like, I remember that was just really great. And then kind of, we're going to get into the harder stuff though. I think with you and me, it never really was difficult. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, I I feel like I have a good idea of, you know, why we broke up and why I didn't feel like too great of a loss, not necessarily because I didn't think that we weren't greater. Uh, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad. Uh, Sean, but... <laughs> who needs them? <laughs> yeah, fuck that person. Um, but, no, because, well, I mean, I'll let you go ahead because you were the one who ended things. Um, and so, yeah, like, I mean, what would you say kind of led up to that? Because I don't. Uh, I'll, I'll editorialize in a minute. You go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what it was exactly like for you. Uh, uh, but like there was a certain point, um, in our relationship where I, I just kind of had the realization, um, that I felt like maybe we were just better as friends was yeah. kind of my feeling. Um, that, like, sorry, not, you go ahead. <laughs> not that it was, not that it was, it was, you know, bad in any way, but just it was like, you know what, this is a friendship that we, you know, tried the dating thing and it was fun and cool and even like there was the... <laughs> It was probably not that secret, but there was this secretive part of it where we were hiding it from Rory. <laughs> Which did make it just a smidge really? sexier, you know? <laughs> like, really, yeah. <laughs> it was like an affair, but neither of us were married to Rory. <laughs> but um, we were married to the show, Sean. We were married to Neon <laughs> Yeah, we were married to Neon Dog. and it was it was just a sort of feeling where it was like I really loved and really valued hanging out with you um uh as a person and and like the museum trips I wouldn't trade those for anything um but I was just like for me at least it wasn't there romantically and I think probably a lot of that was uh, stuff that I was going through, uh, both, you know, uh, personally, but also uh, personally, like mental health wise and Mm -hmm. also, uh, gender identity wise. Uh, I think that, that sort of very much, uh, was a real, not, not our relationship, but that point in my life was a real turning point, uh, for me, really uh, exploring my gender identity. And mm-hmm. there was also part of that that felt like for that, I needed more friends and less romantic uh, hangups. Uh, yeah. But it was also like, it was a really, 
complicated math problem because you had you and your family had just been through and you know continue to be going through this really horrible horrible thing um with Sawyer's cancer and I was like I don't I it feels real shitty <laughs> to break <laughs> up with you while you're going through this thing but it's also like there's a certain extent to which like that 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 hurt that loss the cancer thing doesn't go away um, yeah exactly but what I can what I can do to help it is to be honest about us and our relationship was ultimately where I landed and I was like you know this yeah is, this no. Is it. <laughs> No, exactly. And, like, if I'm being, like, completely honest, I was kind of feeling the same way where I, and again, like, I have horrible, like, relationship anxiety to begin with. Like, I'm ter- like I constantly preach, like, you should always be communicating in relationships, but I, yes. like, personally was, I'm terrible at it. Like, and... Oh, 100%. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, communication is key. And I am so bad at just talking things out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and so for me, like, I was kind of feeling the same way as you, where I'm like, I would just prefer to have Sean as a friend. Um, but, like, I was going through a lot, and I was so worried that if I had ended things, that we wouldn't be friends anymore, and I didn't want to risk losing your friendship. Because that, yeah. like, meant a lot to me. And so, like... It was, like, it was still kind of a shock when it ended because I was like, oh, you were feeling the same way, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, like, I actually was, felt... We, we, we had both know, been yeah. dancing around it a little bit. Yeah, we had. Like, I mean, we, we really weren't, like, you know, like, holding hands anymore. Like, we weren't really doing things that couples do, you know? Yeah. We, <laughs> We were hanging out because we genuinely enjoyed each other's company, but right, we, we hung didn't out want because to be we were good friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, because honestly, you were one of my best friends at the time, and I mean, and I still consider you like a good friend because even now, years later, we can pick up and you know talk as yeah. if no time has passed. Um, but yeah, like so I really considered you one of my good friends and I was so worried that that I would lose your friendship that I almost didn't want it to end because I didn't want you to hate me because I didn't know like right. where you were at what you were feeling um and like also I'm the type of person I need everybody to always like me all the time yeah. um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you can relate but yeah so like you know I was I was kind of feeling the same thing where, like, when I was really thinking about it, because we were approaching, like, two months, um, mm-hmm. two or three months at that point. I don't know, like, the exact timeline of everything. Um, but I remember thinking, like, you know, I I wasn't in love with you, um, which I know really yeah. sounds harsh now that I'm just saying it like that. But I, I loved you. I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely loved you. I yeah, loved no. being around you. But like, I, I understand that. I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, because you felt the same way. Like, yeah, we wanted to stay in each other's lives, but <laughs> it uh, 
wasn't there. Um, yeah. But, like, and even after that, too, I was still, you know, grateful for your friendship because yeah. that was the I big thing that I was worried about. I still losing. am. Yeah. Yeah, I still am. Thank you. Yes. We didn't just stay friends. We stayed really close friends after we dated. It was like we we uh, uh, got together and uh, also broke up in the in the time that it took us to produce this <laughs> whole show. So by the time the show happened, we had already broken up. So there was a period where we were still working on the show together. Uh, yeah. And it's like once once you've gotten to that point of that familiarity in a relationship, it's like okay. But now I don't remember where the line is for uh, friendship closeness. And maybe exactly. that's because there wasn't that much of a line when we started being friends either, so... That's true. I feel like when we were, like, first friends, too, we almost kind of had this, like, unspoken thing where we're like, hey, we're going to date. Like, even though we didn't realize it, <laughs> um, yeah. I think it was kind of like, yeah, it's going to happen. Um, because according to Rory, everyone knew. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, so I think it was... <laughs> Let's get Rory on the phone right now. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An important uh, part of our whole story. <laughs> <laughs> really, Rory was the glue of our relationship, I think. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so like... Um, it definitely was one of those things where, it, I mean, honestly, it's like the purest form of friendship now because we've both seen each other naked. So, like, yeah, <laughs> there, I mean, there's nowhere to go at that more point. Than that. <laughs> who, who are your best friends if not the friends who have seen you naked? <laughs> yes. Exactly. I said we weren't going to talk about our, our sex life or anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but really, the purest form of friendship is if you've done it at least once, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, which I, I do remember our first date, we just immediately got onto it. Um, which I'm sorry, I said I wouldn't talk about it, but like. <laughs> you're like, you want to come for dinner? That. Rory yeah. noticed our sexual tension immediately disappeared, so. <laughs> That's true. Um, so if you're uncomfortable talking about this, obviously we won't. Uh, but, yeah, like, I remember you're like, oh, do you want to come over for dinner? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I guess this will be that kind of date where we hang out and, um, you know, have dinner only. And then I'm pretty sure we, like, didn't even get to it. Because <laughs> we're like, oh, we like each other. Let's just go for it. <laughs> no, I think... That was the night I learned you were allergic to broccoli because I put broccoli on a pizza. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and uh, then we were like, well, uh, well, pizza's, pizza's gone. No more <laughs> pizza's ruined. Shall we retire to the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> the plan is ruined, so what else are we going to do? Oh, I don't know. Oops. <laughs> there goes my shirt. <laughs> Um, you know, I had to, I had to take it off because of allergies, obviously. Uh, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but it was really funny because I was like, oh, we're just getting right to it. Um, I mean, there was, yeah. there was some pretense of watching something on Netflix, I'm sure. 
Yeah, I mean, we, people had to look, you know. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's go watch something. Because, I mean, like, when we first kissed, too, like, we started, like, making out. And yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, we started going horizontal. And then I was like, oh, no, is Shelby going to walk in the door at any moment? And so, like, I think that's probably the only thing that stopped us, perhaps, um, was the fact that we were Maybe. worried we were going to, yeah, get walked in on. Um but then it turns out we didn't have to worry about that anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like I do remember, and like I did notice after that, our like weird sexual tension was gone. It was nice, like it was fun, and you know, it, sex is cool or whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah. and you can put that on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I fully endorse it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'm being too you controversial. And this is kind of a hot. Yeah, <laughs> this is our biggest takeaway. Um, I guess my hot take, I guess, would be that sex is fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> and all you the cool kids are first. doing it. <laughs> no one has ever so, thought this or said this out loud before. I I don't want to call myself a visionary. Oh. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, um, but yeah, so like, just, you know, we did have good times and like, you know, I, I genuinely enjoyed being around you. And like, to this day, I will still say that like, I do love you. I just love you as a friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and like, I remember I admitted that to you one time, I think drunkenly, like, months and months after our breakup, I was like, I just want to let you know I love you as a friend. Um, that yeah. was my impression normalize, of me being drunk, by the way. Normalize that. Yeah, exactly. telling your friends that you love them. Exactly, I, I, because... I feel the same, like, I feel definitely like you are one of my best friends um, in in my adult life, certainly. Um, yeah, I love you a lot and I feel very invested in in your success and the success of your 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 family but uh, it's also like but I don't know if we need to date again (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's kind of exactly how I feel I love you as a friend (laughs) yeah I love you as a friend and I think um we can just kind of mark our dating experience perhaps as uh, just experimenting really um Just, just there, exploring there all was, options. There was definitely some some part of us at that point in our lives that just needed to try this out. Yeah, um, exactly. And it, not, it, it feels it feels very how I met your mother to say that, but <laughs> um, we had to try it out to know it wouldn't work. <laughs> definitely feel like it's part it's part of the 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 equation of why we're still such close friends, even yeah. you know. We don't talk. We don't talk all that often, but uh, you can still text me out of the blue, and we can catch up as if you know months haven't yeah. passed, and the the whole pandemic isn't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. And like, there's. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it, it's it's part of the catching up, but it's like yeah. You know, there's all this it, other stuff that we're catching up on. Exactly. I don't think there's ever been a moment, 
you know, in the past couple of years, like, since we've dated and everything, where, like, if I had a passing thought about, like, you know, something that was, like, an inside joke between us, that I haven't texted you about it. Um, yeah. Because, like, you know, that's just kind of how we are. Like, we, I feel like you and I have always, like, we're kind of the same people in a way, like, the same person in a way. Um, <laughs> we're, like, you know, we we both have these weird inner monologues and like, obviously if I'm not being accurate, please let me know because I might be just like projecting, but like you and I kind of react to things the same way. We kind of handle things the same way. Um, I mean, obviously we're we're a little different just for flavor, but (laughs) yeah. And I I think that's, that's part of probably what we picked up on those, those, that first uh, class we took together where we're like, we're incredibly kindred spirits, you and I. We are. We We're absolutely like, are. We've got very, very similar uh, uh, social styles. Although, you know, b- between the two of us, we've, we like they are very different social styles. But you know, mm-hmm. base level, they're pretty similar. Like, throw yeah. yourself whole, wholeheartedly into your new friendships. Yeah, exactly, and you you do the same, you, um, and, like, I, I do believe that you are, um, somebody who, like, is very dependable, and, like, and I feel like I am, maybe I'm not, I don't know, um, I I am probably, like, oh, thank you, I, I I wasn't fishing for anything, but, like, no, I mean, yeah, if you want something done, send it to Jessica, even Rory knew that (laughs) that's true um but and like you and I both are very witty um and so like I don't know we it felt like a lot of times even now still we like always have been on the same page about a lot of things even if we didn't communicate it to one another (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) which I think that's clear from just like us still being able to be friends after we broke up yeah, it's it's not uh, not too too much to uh, uh, make this too topical for right now, but it's one of the mm-hmm. things that uh, not being able to see my friends in person that I miss a lot that I feel like really typifies uh, our ability to just kind of know what each other are thinking is I yeah. miss meaningful glances across the room. Um, oh my god! And me I feel too. like that—that that is such a cornerstone of yours and my relationship. Is just like someone's <laughs> d- doing some bullshit, and we're like, "Well, what are you gonna do?" Yeah. <laughs> I like, and I do remember that often, especially like during rehearsals and stuff. Like you and I would just catch each other's eye, and we're like, "Can you believe?" Like we had yeah. our own internal conversation. Um, <laughs> But then me being the anxious little mess that I was afterward, I had to tell you exactly what I was thinking afterward anyway. Um. <laughs> yeah. Just to, you know, clear up any any possible misunderstandings. As, uh, as uh, Susan Messing says, you know, specificity kills ambiguity. So, yeah. um, <laughs> which for those of you listening at home... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Susan Messing was our level two, level, 
Yes. Yeah, level two, um, level two improv teacher at IO Improv, <laughs> excuse me, center. That's a convenient cough. Um, yeah, and then, so then afterward, we still remain friends. Hey, all, it's me again. I wanted to hop in here because Sean and I then ended up talking for about another hour and a half. And it's just too much content for one episode. So I am going to skip over the part where we kind of just repeat everything we were already saying because I think we had a really good conversation about how we managed to stay friends after our breakup. And the only thing you guys are really missing is we talked a lot in depth about how we ended up going to New York together. And it's just a lot of um, memories and and stuff that nobody really needs to know except Sean can verify that I did indeed meet Jason Manzukis. So there we go. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm hoping maybe at a later time we can release part of that clip in a different episode. But for the time being, I think we're just going to kind of skip and wrap everything up and just jump right to the end. Okay. Yeah, so any, like thoughts any anything you want to add um you know how how's your life been since you lost me um <laughs> oh never never the same <laughs> yeah i know i know that light really went out for you and uh you no know, it was hard <laughs> but yeah so uh well i mean like you... sorry go ahead it's a it's a weird time to be doing the things that i do uh, I'm an educator and an improviser, and uh, neither of those uh, businesses will look the same for a very long time. No, um, no, definitely not. So, so yeah, so I kept, you know, I've been plugging along at the Children's Museum where I sh- probably should have left for a long, a long time ago, got laid off, and now I can't even do improv. I've been looking for, for different outlets. Uh, for for my my wit, my creativity. Right now, it's mostly illustration. Yeah, do you have anywhere that people could follow you, or perhaps watch a live stream of any art uh, yeah, that you could be doing? Absolutely. Uh, you can find me at Dron McG. Is D R A W N M C G. Uh, on, uh, let's see, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Twitch. They're all the same, Drawn McGee. Um, that's my name, except it's Drawn. <laughs> Ooh, somebody's witty. <laughs> quite, quite proud of that. Uh, if you're interested, I also have a website. It's Drawn McGuire, Drawn McGuire, M-C-G-U-I-R-E dot com. Uh, I sometimes do commissions. Again, so creative. Uh, I do commissions, but a lot of, like, the the stuff that I've done in the past is up there. It's sort of just like a portfolio. Yeah. um, And has links to everything else. Yeah. um, Can can anybody pay you besides commissions for it? Do you have any type of Patreon, or you want to just throw your Venmo up? Oh, uh, if you if you 
I think the link is only on my website right now, but I do have a buy me coffee. If you would just like to send me like three bucks, that's also an option. I mean, obviously don't do it until you've already looked at my work and you feel like <laughs> this is art worth encouraging, but that is something that is possible to do from my website. Gotcha. <laughs> no, I know, I know it's, I know it is from my website. I don't think I have a link to it from on any of my other things right now. Are you seeing anybody currently? No, I am not. No? Okay, so anybody out no. there listening? Uh, Sean is single? No? You don't, don't want anybody? Uh, yeah, literally anybody. <laughs> any Anybody? Uh, Sean is not picky? No. Um, when I say that their standards are low, I'm saying very low. Like, I was probably, like, the bar, yeah, so it's like, really hard for anybody to kind of get above it. Um, <laughs> no, um, no, I have very exacting standards. That's why I'm not seeing anyone right now. <laughs> no one measures up to the uh, Jessica yeah. Calvinesto experience. You know, once once you ride a roller coaster, it's sometimes hard to get that <laughs> That's exactly it. That's that's my relationship with dating now. Is yeah, had the best tonight. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> um, really, the reason I had you on here is just to admit I was the best you ever had. Yeah. Um, and, and looking back now, we can confirm that. Um, yeah. no, but. <laughs> the, the signs are all there. It was. Um, but, yeah, uh, and I couldn't imagine that maybe a pandemic of some sort would ever be the reason why nobody's seeing anybody right now. Um, oh, no, definitely not. It's, no, it's not, that, like, literally dangerous to date right now. Yeah, it's, you know... That's definitely not like a factor. I uh, definitely would like to uh, wrap this up, um, not because I'm not having a good time, uh, just because um, I have kept you for way too long. But um, I, hope I you do want to. Uh, plenty of material <laughs> in these three hours <laughs> of content. Yes, and I um, will for sure let you know if we do need to record again, if you um, are yeah, interested in recording okay. again. Um, I mean, I respect the art form. (laughs) I mean, if not, I do have a good amount of stuff that I could probably, you know, use. But I do want to, I think, because we missed a lot of the um, beginning stuff about, like, how we became friends and everything. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so I do really want to thank you for um, coming on and uh, giving me your insight. And it was... Yeah, and it was really great talking to you, and uh, I definitely miss you. It was you. lovely to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I'm a very pleasant it person It would be to nice if we, if we could just, you know, get out to see each other every once in a while. But first of all, money. Second of all, yeah. pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Um, but perhaps but yeah, this can. Was, this is fun. Yeah, we can maybe we will it in our see. dreams that we meet. Um, but yeah and I I really do want to thank you you know for being um, you know candid and you know just open and honest about everything and 
you know, taking that stroll down memory lane with me. Of course. Yeah. Um, so I will let you go. Um, but yeah, so Alrighty. have a good one. <laughs> you too. <laughs> talk to you soon. Yeah, probably will have to talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. So once again, I just want to give a big thank you to Sean McGuire for coming on to the show and talking with me. It was really, really awesome that they did that. And if you want to follow them on social media or see anything that they're up to, um, you can follow them at John McGee. So, so yeah, I uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I super appreciate it. And I guess we can file this story away. So um, thank you all for listening. And I'll talk to you next week.